Broadcasting live from sunny Bass Lake, Indiana, and all over the world with your calls and letters, it's Tapezilla. It's Green Week on the show tonight, which means we're paying a little extra attention to making sure Mother Earth gets everything she needs. Alright, we're back. We made it another week. It's episode four. Everyone's here. I'm Peter. We've also got Robert, the Lassie from Tallahassee, Maytag, and Dracula, Ratfink Gilbert. Ooh. The rat it, also bears, it also bears mentioning uh, that the show has gone green, as we mentioned at the top. We're the greenest podcast out there. Yep. Yeah, what, 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 kind of, what kind of things, Robert, have we done to uh, keep the show green? Oh, I can tell you right now, I have the lights off. Okay. That helps, I think. That's a good um, start. Unfortunately, I do have my uh, 46-inch LCD on right now. I don't know if that's helping at all since I'm really not watching it. <laughs> uh, here, you know what? Here, I'm going to turn it off right now. And off. You know, I'm going to turn mine off, too. My my 32-inch CRT is also on. All right, I, I'm going to go turn off all of my Xbox 360s. Actually, let me correct that. It's 34 inches. Yeah, I was going to correct you since I knew what it was. I'd like to mention that my microphone is made out of recycled shit. <laughs> yeah, mine's made out of eggs. <laughs> Are they recycled eggs or just eggs? Well, yeah, obviously recycled. Peter, what are you doing to keep Tabezilla green? Uh, keep my pointless toilet flushing down to a minimum. I've only, da- <laughs> I've only flushed it for no reason two times since we started. <laughs> for no reason at all. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, E3 is next week. Uh, I guess we should probably go over what kind of games are going to be there that we're looking forward to. Well, first of all, I think the big headline of the show is Gears Two is going to kind of make it. It's going to kind of kind of be one of the big uh, headlining titles for Microsoft there. And uh, they, I, they've actually really, there's been kind of a steady stream of Gears Two info over the last couple of weeks. Especially the multiplayer stuff, which kind of interests me because, as some of you guys know, I play Gears all the time. I've been playing Gears online since uh, since it came out, pretty much. So I'm really into that. It's kind of my go-to game. And uh, there's some cool stuff in Gears too. For example, the uh, they were showing this on game trailers. The uh, the smoke grenades now have a concussive effect. They like will knock dudes over. You can also like is that really is that really a big deal? Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. It's a it, there's a lot of little uh, tactical changes in there that it kind of will change the flow of play. Like you know, you can stick someone with a grenade. You may not know that actually because you never. Played. Yeah, no, no, I know that. Okay, well you can you can stick the walls with a grenade. You can stick anything with a grenade now, and it acts as kind of a proximity thing. And um, what else? Uh, also, when you down a guy, he can like, or if you get down, you can sort of crawl around now instead of just waiting there, which is, I guess is interesting. Or if you are there new aliens. I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming there must be. But uh, if someone else gets downed, you can kind of pick them up and use them as a human shield, which I find nasty. And uh, what? You know, any of these games where you can use a human shield, I never fucking use the human shield. Why? It's usually too hard. Yeah, it's too hard. It like, takes, it takes like, like seven fingers to use the human shield. Mm-hmm. 
Well, when they're down, there's like a couple different things you can do. Um, like if you're near a downed guy, each button's going to kind of do a different thing. There's like different, there's new and different executions now. They're like, I don't know. I guess they're just there for style reasons, but they're cool ways to disrespect the other person, I guess. You know, so is one of the buttons human shield because that's the only way I'm yep. going to use it. <laughs> one of them is human shield. You can. I wish the Xbox button became human shield button. The Xbox can't button. Can't exit out of the game. <laughs> that button shouldn't be there. That that button has fucked me over so many times in online games. <laughs> that button was a huge problem. Uh, we had a well, not here, but at work, a rock band kind of outing, I guess, party, something like that. I don't want to say party because it sounds really stupid, but bunch of us played rock band from work and uh that caused a lot of problems on the drums for people who aren't used to using the rock band drums i'd say like every third song got paused at some wait point. why is the there's an xbox button on the drum kit yeah right. Yeah, like every peripheral has to have one that's why like a controller they should just put it on the bottom or put it on the wire or something on the wire yeah you put a little <laughs> thing on the wire that has the xbox button on it <laughs> even though there's like all the buttons on the drum kit the Xbox button is... <laughs> what if the, sna- the snare drum was the Xbox button? <laughs> For no reason at all, it gets its own drum. It's freaking impossible to hit. Uh, other you only hit it once every third, so... <laughs> well, yeah, but if you pick someone up... I don't know, it, I don't see why that would be hard. It seems like it would be pretty useful. And also, the other thing is, kind of what, what people do in the game right now, it's like kind of a tactical game where you take cover and this and that, but... What the way people tend to play is kind of lunge at each other and use the shotgun, which is pretty common. And, and I guess uh, Clint, or whatever that guy's name is, who talks about the game all the time from Epic, he's like, we don't want people to play like this. So they... so they <laughs> <laughs> Called him Clint. What's his name? Cliff? <laughs> okay, Cliff. He's the, he's the total douchebag with like... Oh, Fucking, you love this game and you don't even know who the guy is. <laughs> well, Cliff, he's like... He's the mouthpiece for the like, stupid game me, and I'm, you're like... I'm going to wear a graphic t-shirt and have asshole hair yeah we're, we're gamers here this is this is the <laughs> this is the image of every gamer i'm the everyman anyway he doesn't like that he doesn't want people to jump at each other and attack each other they, he wants it to be more tactical i guess so when you shoot someone with the lancer or whatever it'll like if you're getting hit hit by it it'll halt your forward motion it'll like slow you down so you can't just sort of rush into the middle of gunfire and lunge at someone and then blast them with the shotgun because uh, cliff says mm. cliff says no uh, the other, I'm glad the other, he's telling us what, not, what, what to do and what not to do. That's cool. He's very tactical. All right. Um, also in Gears, they're making it so you can have ten players in the same match as opposed to eight, which Ooh, is interesting. Does that actually matter? It does matter. And um, they're also making it so there's there's no, there wasn't a free for all mode in the last one, and they they're kind of doing that, but it's not exactly free for all. It's kind of just two on two on two on two on two, which I think sounds interesting. They didn't want to separate people from other men. They didn't want to separate the men. Well, see, I come from, uh, like, Rainbow Six is probably the game I played the most online, and I don't know, you can use, you can do, like, uh, I, I have no idea what the actual maximum is, but it's more than we ever used. We just mostly did, like, what, six on six most of the time? And anything above that, like, I don't know, it got too laggy, or there's too much, it was just too crazy. Too much shit going on. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think five on five would be an improvement over four on four, I th- just personally, having played it a lot. It would be make things a little more exciting. Uh, the other thing is, oh shit, what was it? Oh yeah, they're also putting in some more modes, but they're like doing it the cliff style. So they're gonna have like capture the flag, but instead of the flag being just a flag, it's like a guy with a gun, and you gotta down him and drag him away, and that like an NPC with the gun. Is he made out of meat? 
I'm humans are made out of meat, so I'm assuming yes. Remember they did that that big meat cube demo, and everyone was a buzz about it. Meat showing off the physics. Meat cube. No. What are you talking about? They were showing off the physics engine for a UT three. It was just a big cube of meat that was rolling around. <laughs> it's rolling around, and what happens? Yeah. What happens to it? That's yeah, they were shooting it. So they're, so they're shooting meat. Okay. Yeah. The other um, other games, Resident Evil Five, is probably going to make a big kind of outing there. We haven't seen much from that game. I'm probably going to try to avoid it because I'm trying to do a blackout on that game. Oh, because it's a good pun. Black. <laughs> well, yeah, th- yeah, I guess so. Because everyone's like, the game's racist because you're shooting black people. No, the story takes you to a place in Africa where everyone just happens to be black because that's real life. It would be inauthentic and to have everyone be white and wherever that's. What set. if there were white zombies in blackface? That's probably that be racist. racist. Yeah, that's racist. That that would be horrible. Um, how would those? <laughs> how would, how would the zombies paint their faces all black? I don't know, but the, the, it's not exactly a zombie. I think it's the same kind of thing as the uh, previous game, which is like they're kind of fanatics because they've been infected by Las Plagas or whatever. So they're all kind of like the fanatic guys. But that game was set in, somewhere in Europe, so they're like Spaniards or something. No one said that was yeah. racist against Spanish people because you were killing bunches of them. I don't know. Jack, you could have said that. I could have said that, but I didn't. Yep. You never did. Um, Maybe I will now. What else so, is coming to... So, so, yeah, have you guys seen the uh, the new shots of Mirror's Edge? I did. I've seen, the, I I've like seen some new video of it the other day, too. That game is crisp as hell. But it looks uh, it looks interesting. I'm not in general. I'm not a big fan of of games from the first person. I feel like in a way they're less immersive because there's no actual periphery that can be represented on a TV screen. So you can't have that same awareness as you'd have in real life. So really, the more accurate way to have more awareness of your periphery is to have a third person view. That's that's the best way to stay in the most control. Plus, there's the I don't know the visual experience of just being able to see your guy and kind of feeling like you're. I don't know. It just seems like it's it. Third person just seems flatly better to me for almost everything. But this is a game that might capitalize on first person because yeah, I think this game is really good for first person because you get that that vertigo feeling when you're running around. Yeah, but that might just be yeah. A I mean, one of the screenshots else. has you looking like as you're falling, looking down like at the ground as you're about to hit it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it might just be a little gimmick and the novelty will wear off really quick and it'll suck. That's kind of what I think. But uh, I'll have. I think my, I'll it'll s- be kind of like Sonic. You know, where you're running, you run just through the level, you don't really stop. Well, it's actually, the game is kind of based on, you know, if you look on YouTube or whatever, you can find, like, these urban climber people who yeah. will just, like, climb over everything, climb up the sides of buildings, and they'll just do it all real fast, and that's kind of a trend that's, you know, not really, it's kind of yeah, trendy, and it's something around. that, yeah, it's kind of freestyle climbing and urban climbing and stuff, and it's kind of inspired by that. Some people can do some insane stuff with that and probably die, but, um, yeah, I think, it, I think it'll be a disaster, and I'll, but I'll save my final review for until after it's been shown at E3 and I still haven't played it. So your first review is that it's a disaster. Yeah, <laughs> the final review will be after it's shown more at E3 and I still haven't played it. Can a we claim that we have the first review of Mirror's Edge right now? We might be able to. A lot of people call that a preview, uh, <laughs> but we don't. We call it a review. Well, the first review. I don't. Th- I've never seen a preview go. I think the game's garbage. It's a disaster, and it doesn't work. <laughs> They'd ever yeah. say that. Sounds like a review to me. Okay, moving along. Beyond Good and Evil 2. I saw the trailer for this, and fucking, it freaked me out, because that 
that pig dude looks way too real. The trailer has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, it's Beyond Good and Evil 2, the trailer. Yeah. This. It, no, it's just the people sitting there in the road eating flies through their nose. And the style is kind of realistic. It's kind of realistic no, to apply that style to a pig man. Yeah, I don't want to see a real pig man. It needs to be cartoony if it's going to be a man yeah, with a pig's head. There should definitely be a cartoony pig in that. And uh, I don't know. It's Yeah, it's like they took the original Beyond Good and Evil style and like made it just way too realistic looking. Did you guys ever play Beyond Good and Evil, the first one? Yeah. Finished it, yeah. I have it. I never actually played it. What's so good about it? What is it? It's just, it's it's fun. What do you do? Yeah, it's sort of Zelda-y. Yeah, um, it's like, like Zelda. the 3D Zeldas, but with a little, like, there's some, uh, like a photo mechanic in it. And you just take mad pictures cool. of dudes, right? There's fighting, too. How do you fight? Yeah, like a staff. Oh. Yeah, it's Zelda-like in the fighting. You get lots of maybe up, maybe upgrades a and stuff. and a, a bow and arrow. I don't know. And you get mad upgrades? Hook shot. And then, I can't remember. Why don't you have oh. a gun? If this is like a final, like a, kind of a modern game, why don't you have a gun? It's in the future. There's no guns. No guns in the future? No. Wow. Nope. Why? There's some stealth sections of it, which weren't so great, but the rest of it's pretty awesome. All right. Um, there's another FPS that I hate called Legendary coming out. This game has had a long development cycle. I remember seeing the first thing about this, you know, whenever that was, and thinking... Okay, we'll see. But it doesn't look good. I've watched the latest videos on game trailers. It looks like shit. What do you guys I think? I follow games, and I have no idea what the hell Legendary is. Yeah, well, I was about to say the exact same <laughs> thing. Like, I have absolutely no idea what this game is. This is the first I'm hearing about it. Legendary is a first-person shooter where you're a human in some kind of city. I Probably New York or something stupid like that. And it's being invaded by these giant mythological creatures. And, you know, like um, flying lions and... And uh, werewolves and stuff. So you're fighting all kinds of creatures of legend, creatures of myth, but kind of put into a modern, real-world setting. And um, it sounds like it could be fun, but the actual videos just don't look that impressive. Graphics look kind of dated. Just, uh, just looks, it, I can kind of like, tell. Sounds like the uh, Ninja Turtles movie that was released last year. <laughs> Ninja Turtles movie had no, Wait, what? That had nothing to do with that at all. <laughs> uh, it was set in New York City, and all these mythological creatures started attacking the city. How has that nothing to do with what you just said? <laughs> Wait, all I know about that movie is that the turtles are in it. I haven't seen it. Turtles aren't mythological creatures. It's Mutant one. Not right? the turtles, man. Did you? You didn't see it, so no, I didn't. What the hell? I still think you're wrong, though. Maybe and they started making it thinking they could get the license, and they didn't get it. <laughs> Yeah, it, I can kind of tell, uh, I can sniff out a shitty, sort of generic, shitty FPS when I see one, and that, that's that's one. And uh, also, Fallout 3. That's like my mm-hmm. most my most anticipated game ever. And the interesting thing about this game is so little of it has been shown. Um, no, it's never been seen in motion outside of closed doors, other than like the little brief trailer they put on Xbox Live a long time ago. Not just Xbox you know Live, what? but released, and it doesn't really have any game, it has no gameplay in it, so. And just, you know what, even, even less has been shown to me, because I've... I don't think I've even seen a screenshot of this game. Well, they have released a handful of screenshots. They release uh, you know a few new ones every now and then, and it, it looks really incredible. But when we know a, th- a few things about it, because they've talked about it, like how it works, you know, the VAT system and this and that, and it sounds good. But no one's ever actually seen it aside from a few little people in closed doors, and they, and they kind of recount. Their Wait, little people have seen it? Yeah, little tiny people, midgets. They've seen <laughs> it. No human, no regular humans allowed. No, no legitimate humans allowed. Because um, they figure nobody will believe midgets. 
you know, <laughs> why would they want to show it to someone? But they're only going to show it to someone if no one's going to believe them. <laughs> but yeah, Fallout is like Fallout One and Two are without question two of my favorite games ever. Without question, my two favorite RPGs ever. These games are incredible. They're so much fun. Um, I've never played them, but I will play Fallout Three. So it's sort of like a resurrection of Fallout done by the Beth, uh, Bethesda guys, the, you know, the Oblivion people. So yeah. it'll be a, it'll have some things in common with Oblivion, but they've mentioned that it's gonna you know have more diversity with the characters, uh, more lines of dialogue, more fleshing out of the characters, and less of just a bunch of people who are all kind of the same. And, Doesn't uh, it come out in, like September? A little more focused. Yeah, it, the funny thing is, it's supposed to come out this fall. And no one's ever seen it in motion yet, but we're hoping that at E3 they're gonna sh- we're gonna be able to see the game in motion for the first time. I bet you watch after all this, it's gonna be like mist. It's just FMV in the background, and you're clicking around. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've seen screenshots. It's definitely not mist. Um, but that's why it's probably the biggest story of the show of all things that we know about because it's a huge title. It's gonna be awesome. It's by the. It's gonna be you know by Beth, Bethesda soft, but no one's seen it in motion. So we're probably gonna see it in motion. That's gonna be the big story, I think. Uh, what other stupid garbage is there? Uh, I don't know if that's gonna be the big story. That'll be the big no. story for me. Anyway. I'm pretty. So. I'm pretty sure the. The big E3 news is not going to be, oh man, Fallout 3, finally emotion. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the biggest thing for me, though, because who cares about, like, even RE5, you know, we'll see some more of that, that's nice. RE5 is one of my most anticipated games, it's probably number two for me, right below Fallout 3, but I've already seen that in motion, so there's not the same suspense. Um, I've already seen Mirror's Edge and Beyond Good and Garp, we haven't really seen Beyond Good and Evil, but who cares? And, um, why is Guitar Hero here? It's just the fucking same thing every time, fuck it. And uh, there's also a new... <laughs> hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's that's Drax's game. <laughs> it's like Drax's favorite game ever. I don't get these games. Rock band, guitar here. You pick up an instrument and you push the buttons with the things on the screen and the rhythm. I mean, that's not a real game. It's a fucking bullshit. Like, who cares about Guitar Hero, Legends of Rock Garbage or whatever? Shut up. It's fun. Moving on. Yeah, if you're a baby. Moving on. Um, I think you're just mad because you got no one to play with. <laughs> yeah. You can't play Rock Band with anybody. I thought Guitar Hero was a single-player thing. Like, it comes with one guitar. It does, but you can get another you can, one. You can still co-op yeah. it. And you I, I want to spend, uh, you stuff. know, I want to spend $300 on a stupid music game. That's enough money I could buy, you know, six copies of Fallout. So Well, it's like an arcade-style game, you know, like... Like, uh... Beat Mania or any of that shit. Yeah. It's not a deep game, it's just fun. Yeah. Anyway, um, the Nintendo's talking about a new Wario. Oh, wait, wait a second. Wait what? a second. You know what? Forget Wario for a second. I want to say the biggest news about Rock Band slash Guitar Hero slash whatever. The biggest news for me is the fact that Rock Band one drums work with Rock Band two. That makes me very happy because oh, well, that means I don't have to, to have another shitty toy drum set in my apartment. Have they ever had one that's not backwards compatible? Has that ever happened? This is the first sequel. Okay. Well, I don't know that. What about doesn't the Guitar Hero one work with Rock Band and everything like that for the same console? It works uh, with Rock Band, but not I mean, the other way around. Yeah. Why wouldn't it? It's all fucked up. Why wouldn't it? I mean, if it's for the same console, it's just a controller where the it just looks funny and the buttons look like you know whatever. Why wouldn't it work? They locked it out. <laughs> so they made it not work on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's like the biggest asshole move in gaming ever. Yeah, they also made their drums like completely different than the Rock Band drums, so that uh, they don't they will not be compatible. They just just to make sure they wouldn't be compatible. Why? It's that extra step. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Cause cause they, they sell more. 
Why would they sell like more? It, well, Guitar Hero is a bigger franchise than Rock Band. Yeah, but like why a, would why would like the compatibility make it sell more? Like if someone goes, okay, this isn't going to work, so I'm going to buy this new game. I mean, I mean, well, I think the thing is that if if they don't work with each other, the one that's got the bigger fan base is going to have the upper hand. I guess that's true. It just bothers me that these games are like the most popular games and they're stupid. They're not real games. It's not a real game. A real game has monsters in it and you kill them. If it doesn't have that, it's not a game. I think All you're right? mad because Fallout 3 is going to sell 50 times less than the new Guitar Hero. I don't know. <laughs> Look, Oblivion did well. Fallout 3 is going to do well. It's, uh, word of mouth is going to help it a lot. I think it's going to be a really great game. Are you going to say, are too. you saying that's this year's Bioshock where it's kind of a surprise success? Uh, Bioshock was a really highly anticipated game, I thought. Why I think, I think Fallout 3 is going to have the same kind of people buying it, the same appeal that Bioshock did. Fallout, Fallout yeah, has a really, really hardcore, uh, dedicated fan base already, kind of built in. Well, the Bioshock sort of did too, the System Shock games being pretty popular on PC. And, um, That's like, true. For the, for the most yeah. part, I didn't give a shit about Bioshock before it came out. And then the uh, it was that, like, the demo hit like a week before it came out. Yeah. The demo just blew me away, and I'm like, I gotta get this game. Bioshock was great, but it lost steam after, like, the first quarter or the first half or third or whatever. Like, after the first portion was awesome, and it got tapered off the whole experience. It's like after you've fought a few big daddies and there's really not anything new to fight, it just kind of... I don't know. I had fun trying to figure out new ways to kill them and stuff. Like, they were pretty yeah. easy, so towards the end you were just, like, screwing with them. The very first big daddy fight was like, oh, shit. That was sweet. You remember that? The very first time you had to fight one? No, yeah, yep. that was great. It was messed up. And um, also the early levels in general were just better designed. Like, remember that time when you... There's, like, this place where you have to find the medic, like, the doctor's office or something, and you slip in there, and you get something out of the cabinet, and then you turn around, and the doctor's standing right behind you. Yeah. Do you remember that it one? That was so awesome. That, that, was one of the, that was one of the few times as an adult when a video game has kind of made me jump, like, freaked me out. Because you're, like, looking for something. I don't remember what the exact context was. But looking if we're for counting th- adult as being 18 or older, Yeah. Uh, then I think... Uh, well, you cry any time you see a spider in a video game. So you don't really <laughs> I think the first it. time I jumped might have been during uh, Xena for the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> Xena, because there was a spider in it? There's a whole level of spiders, man. It freaked me out. I played that level with my head down. Still beat it. I remember we had that issue with Resident Evil 2. You couldn't play it because of spiders in the sewer or something. And yeah, that, that freaks me out. I, don't, I want nothing to do with spiders in games. Like the uh, ugh, freaks me out. <laughs> it's just a game. It's pixels. Pixels. Um, Not anymore. And our, Not there's another part in RE4 that made me kind of freak out a little bit, which was when you go oh, to the sewer. Oh, in the sewers. And these yeah, d- yeah. You, hear them, you hear their feet running real fast up and down the hallway next to you. Man. Yeah, I got to that part in RE4, and uh, I remember you telling me about something that was going to freak me out because you knew where I was. And I got to that part, and you, you just yeah, I hear down. like this running. <laughs> yeah, I hear, I hear this running behind me. I'm like, all right, I'm done. See you later. What's fun about those guys is they're like sort of invisible most of the time. So you kind of have to f- figure out where they are. It's fun. Well, it's like Doom 3 did the same thing to me. I had to play Doom 3 when, like, I couldn't play it when I was the only one. What, what are, like, the the walls are spiders in that game or something? And just, it <laughs> no, just like, like, ruins you? <laughs> I got to, I don't know, I, didn't, I got, played a couple hours, and I got to one point where the the walls were alive. Like, they were breathing and sh- Oh, They're no, bleeding. no, no. They're breathing. They were, they were, like, they were pulsating and... They were all veiny. I'm like, no, you know what? That's about enough. All right, speaking of veiny, uh, i got to go take a piss. So I'll be back in a few minutes. I hope that's not veiny. Oh, he must be talking about his penis. Okay. <laughs> all right, I got it. I got it. 
Uh, since Dracula, I think we can continue though. <laughs> since Dracula's gone, we can uh, we can quickly mention Wario while he's gone. Yeah, have you seen the uh, footage of that? Yeah, I watched the footage, and it, it looks like a pretty fun little uh, little side scroller. Hey, I like I like a good side scroller. I like a like a game with some nice crisp, old school sort of you know two D sprite graphics. I like that. Yeah, I mean I'm sure it's going to be gimmicky, but it's all right. It's a two D platform. Right? When's that shit coming out? That. Probably the I don't know winter. I'll probably I'll probably get before, a Wii sometime this year more than before more Christmas. Than um. What they else? also supposedly they're going to be announcing uh, Animal Crossing. That's one of those games that I give less and less of a shit about as time goes on. Because every 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 time there's a new Animal Crossing game, it's not as fun as the one before that. And I think there's only been two, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there's the one on GameCube, and we had I had a pretty good time with that. But you know, then it came out on DS, and there wasn't really much new to it. It was kind of the same thing. Yeah. So there there was no more novelty. To keep me, uh, yeah, I don't know interested. what it was, but for whatever reason, the DS one it lost something. Like I played it for maybe I don't know two weeks, and then it, I don't know, I didn't carry it around with me like I thought I was going to to like constantly yeah. check the town. What are we stuff. talking about? We're Animal talking about crossing DS. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I, I I played a little bit on DS for the first like two weeks. <laughs> He's gonna say exactly what I just yeah. said. Dude, I just wash stopped, your hands. I just stopped giving a shit. Yeah, we didn't hear the water running there. <laughs> we didn't hear any well, water. Did you hear the toilet flush? Yeah. We heard the toilet and then no water afterwards. Well, I yeah. kind of went against my promise of being green. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your promise to be green? Less and less green? Never flush the toilet? <laughs> Is that your what? promise? Twice a day I'll flush. Ew. By greenest podcast, did you mean the fact that we haven't really done a lot of podcasts? <laughs> and we're not very good at them? No, as in we're environmentally friendly. This is Yeah, green we were week. awarded the greenest podcast. Yeah. Okay, I just wasn't sure what what type of green we were because I don't know. I still have a couple lights on now that I'm looking around. <laughs> no, uh, I think he's <laughs> right. Animal Crossing Wii is gonna be fucking awesome. What are the chances of them doing it right though? Mm, I think everyone has this idea that they want it to be like MMO style, or they can yeah, it has to be. There's no other way to around, go. But mm. I don't think it's gonna be like that. I think that's the only direction to go. How else are you going to move the formula forwards unless you give people what they've all been kind of wanting in the first place, which is a persistent town where you can share it with other people? That's the one thing uh, that's missing. I don't think it's going to be like that. It's just going to be where you hop on the stupid train and you go to your friend's town and No, you fuck you. Fuck you. It's yeah, going to be a persistent no. town or at least have that option. <laughs> You're giving Nintendo way too much credit, Pete. Yeah. There's no way they're going to make a persistent world. Is this just because Nintendo's a bunch of they don't like they like have all the security issues all the time like they make the you do the friend codes and stuff yeah probably I guess Dude, like I mean, Smash Brothers I was so excited to play Smash Brothers online I've still never played it online <laughs> not either <laughs> do you guys both have it and you haven't played together yeah I, I played it more when I was visiting RJ's house than I played it's kind of copy. it's kind of harder to link up with people on Wii right I mean if we're both on 360 it's a, it's a pain in the ass we could just chat each other and then talk and say like hey what do you want to play rough and then you know and that's it well, you, you don't you don't uh, find the over Xbox Live. Hey, 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 none of that, none of that. We're doing the show live, remember? No, I'm just saying you don't do that. No, I don't do that. Hell no. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, what's don't. everybody afraid of? Hardly ever. Um, I don't know. I think they're. I think yeah, that's, I that's think not they're the problem. I don't know what Nintendo's problem is with that. The the issue has nothing to do with um, the fact that anybody can talk to anybody on Xbox Live. Well, why don't they just mask everyone? Like, anytime you talk to someone, it just comes through his little animal noise. Like Star Fox. And then there's no danger. (laughs) 
Yeah, you talk to each other, but it's nonsense. That's the thing I loved so much about Star Fox. That was that first game on Super Nintendo. Star Fox was oozing personality. You know, Slippy was like, and you know, and and Falco was like, and it was awesome. And 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 uh, yet the, what was the bunny's name? Flippy or something? He was like, he was like, uh, what was he like? There was a bunny, and he was like, um. All I remember is I, I played that game so many times. I kind of remember what the starting sound like. The last person to talk in the starting is like dee bloom bloom blah bloom. Yeah, that's exactly. That's almost the exact sound that's in my head from that too. Yeah, me too. Anyway, but they they brought the game back on the on the sixty on the Nintendo sixty four, and they just ruined it. Instead of being like that cool little stylized yip yip blah 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 and all that yippy slippy, the toad became this. Castrated yeah, little a boy girl. or something. Yeah, a like, weird no, Fox, we're not gonna. Nah, nah. And it was like, what? You ruined yeah, it. He was going for those stars. <laughs> Thanks, Fox. You saved the day. <laughs> Don't let Venom get away. <sighs> you know, that, that is so much less cool than the person he was before, which was. <laughs> he learned how to talk in those few years. <laughs> he learned. In yeah, two, that's the problem. They all went to a speech therapist between games. <laughs> like, listen, guys, people playing don't know what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> you gotta go see a speech coach. Yeah, he's like, we had a rough translation at the bottom of the screen, but I think it was pretty much wrong. <laughs> if they ever bring back Star Fox again, they need to do that again. They just had one a couple of years ago. Yeah, they the had Namco a- one. Yeah. They had one on DS, Star Fox Assault. I think it was. Was that Assault on DS? Yeah, that's game. Game no, that was, no, Adventures. That was Star Fox Adventures on, on DS or something. Anyway, I played that, all and right. it's totally different from that. Let me run through the start of Star Fox games, <laughs> since you're getting them all confused. There was Star Fox Adventures for GameCube, which is like a Zelda clone. Yeah, that so was... Everybody it was, panned it. I played that. I uh, I, I kind of liked it. I thought the setting didn't fit the gameplay, but if you just ignore the setting, it wasn't that bad. It was like they... I think they didn't... They actually did sort of transplant... The Star Fox characters into a different game design they had going. Like, wasn't it previously going to be Dinosaur Planet, and they turn it into Star Fox Adventures? I love how current our podcast is. (laughs) (laughs) We always end up talking about old shit. Well, that's that's what people like. I don't know why, but but no, someone's going to hear. uh, Someone's going to hear. Oh yeah, Dino Planet, and they change it into Star Fox Adventures. Unless I'm just totally wrong and I sound like an idiot. That's what. That's what. That's right. And then there was the uh, there was a second GameCube one, which was more of it was made by Namco. It was Star Fox Assault. Yeah, that was more of a true Star Fox game, except that half the levels were on the ground, which didn't make any sense. Yeah, I, I always liked Star Fox, and I'd like to go back to play that, but I can't play my GameCube games, because I don't want to play something in, in standard def. Ever since I've been moved on to high def, I've never been able to play standard def. It just drives me nuts. And then there was Star Fox Command, which was the DS game. Oh yeah, Star, wait, Star Fox Assault was the one where you had the little, you're running around on the ground as a third person shooter, as a little man, right? Yeah, they were okay, okay, on foot okay. levels too. Yeah. Oh yeah, so Star Fox Command came out in DS. I played that a little while ago. Um, I don't know. I thought it was interesting, but I never can get into those games that require the stylus to control something. The only one I can is uh, Phantom Hourglass. Everything else, I just have trouble. The worst one for me to digress even more is Metroid Prime Hunters because the graphics are so interesting as a DS game and it, it's so smooth and polished as a DS game. But I can't play it for more than a few minutes without my wrist just dying. It's just so hard to play. Of the That's way. a game that I, I bought the day it came out, 
And I remember playing it when I first got home, and I think that was the last time I ever played it. It's so uncomfortable. I don't hate it or anything. I like it. It just, I don't know, I never got back to it. It's like it's like you're trying to do something with oven mitts on or something. It's just so hard to control because you have to hold the thing with one hand and do all the careful aiming with your other hand. And it just, it's so hard. It feels like you're just straining all the time, and you're just never quite there. It just doesn't work for me. And which is a shame because the graphics are so smooth, and it seems pretty so polished. That's a pretty good E3 preview. We've talked about Star Fox Assault. <laughs> <laughs> Great good. E3 preview of E3 2002. <laughs> uh, we did Wario. What the one more game uh, that I'm that I'm kind of interested in is that's probably going to be shown at E3 is Dragon Age, which is the next big new intellectual property from BioWare. BioWare never me. BioWare never disappoints, except for um, Jade Empire. That disappointed me. I liked it. It was fun. But it never was just it a nine point nine. No, I think everyone was just coming off of Kotor two, which was great. Oh yeah, like, see, oh, you man. were ready to go. Yeah, You're like, give me that great game. Give me that Bioware. <laughs> you were like that. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, I have to go back to the cl- to what works to get a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I think people wish that uh, they would have found some lightsabers in the Jade Empire. If it would have had lightsabers, it would have been great. I remember about Jade Empire is like the way the game, the mechanic of the fighting system is okay, you have this style set, which is, you know, two or three different moves, and then you can equip a different one, have two or three different moves. There was no coherency. There was no. It didn't seem like there was any, um, you know, continuity between the different styles, and it just felt too disjointed. I didn't like the system. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I purchased Jade Empire for $4 recently and have not opened it yet. <laughs> I think it was worth playing. And Bio- BioWare has this like this weird little interest in like get, making it so girls can kiss girls in their games, which I find gross. I don't like that. There's always there's always some romance story arc you can follow, and then if you want to be cute about it, you can uh, do a girl girl romance. They had that in all the games, every game they've done, except for the second. Well, actually, they didn't do the second Kotar, so every game they've done, a bunch of perverts. I'm looking here at the. Uh the Midway E3 lineup. Do you want to go over this quick? Oh, okay. Yeah, who cares? Wait, can we talk about the Midway games from the 90s? Yeah. <laughs> Cruising sure will at some point. Cruising USA. Garbage. So, uh, have you guys seen the latest uh, Mortal Kombat footage from yeah. the PC game? Yeah, I saw, no. that big, I saw that big blowout on game trailers the other day. Yeah, me too. I mean, it doesn't look bad, but it looks exact. It's like they haven't changed the fighting engine at all. It, you can tell it's the exact same engine from those last like three Mortal Kombat games on PS2 and does, Xbox. Does Batman really... throw a spear out of his hand? Yeah, I'm sure he will. I never, <laughs> I never really got into any of the Mortal Kombat games for the most part. But the game, um, one thing that bothers me is it seems to go completely against the sort of um, mo of of Mortal Kombat. It's against there's the Mortal Kombat sort of has this really gritty, bloody, disgusting motif to it, and um. This one's like all squeaky PG thirteen kind of thing, so I don't like that. But yeah, I mean, I'll try it. But being, uh, I was such a huge Mortal Kombat fan back in the day with one, two, and three, and then UMK three, and I, this is just, I don't know. I, I, I look, I don't even mind the idea of it being against DC Universe. I think that leads to some uh, possibly cool matchups, wow. but it's still using the same. And yes, they haven't said this yet, but you can tell. It's using the same damn fighting engine as the last couple games, which is like the most unresponsive piece of crap fighting engine. I like you critiquing the controls without playing it. <laughs> it's so unresponsive! 
dude, dude, if it's based at all on those last couple and en- the the last engine that they use for the PS2 games and on, which it is so evident it is, and I'd love to be wrong. You know, after E3, maybe people play it and be like, no, it's exactly <clears throat> like MK2, but they're not going to say that. It's based on those, and those were just awful fighting games. They were fun only because uh, it had a lot of cool unlockables, and um, I think even one of them you could play, like the old MK, uh, MK2 was in one of them. So the best parts of those games was playing the old MK mm-hmm. games. Yeah, and uh, I was listening to the interview, you know, they had a whole Game Trailers TV episode on it, and they kind of tried to act as though the reason that it's PG-13 is because that's just what they wanted to do. This is the vision we have for this game. This is the kind of game we're making. It's just a different feel. And the real reason is because DC Comics or whatever, or DC is just a bitch, and they don't want to have Superman's head get ripped off or whatever. But if they were just a little bit looser on that and they just unclenched their ass cheeks and let... Mortal Kombat guys do whatever they wanted and we could rip off Superman's head and do all the fatalities to all the DC people I think players would love that they would really get into that I don't think there would be any any drawback to that other than DC just being overprotective and weird of their property you know what I mean well that's what happens with like that that. Gran Turismo where they you know they can't show car damage because everyone's afraid yeah. of seeing their cars busted up that's a little bit more believable no I mean that's still stupid obviously but it's a little more believable because they're trying to sell their cars we're not trying to sell Superman it's not like oh Superman has his head ripped off I don't want to buy that I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think any little kid is going to be tricked into thinking Superman's actually dead now that Scorpion <laughs> fries him or something. Yeah. yeah, it's a problem with their continuity of their universe if, if, if a Batman eats Superman's skull. <laughs> but it, they, they're in the Mortal Kombat universe at the same time, and the Mortal Kombat story makes absolutely no sense. Like, the characters die every game, but then, oh, they're back to the next one. Well, what fighting game ever has a story that makes sense? There's no, there's there's almost no legitimate setting for any fighting game ever. <laughs> just, you know, and re- the only legitimate setting you can think of for a fighting game to take place in is some kind of martial arts tournament or whatever. That's about it. There's nothing yeah. else. But they never actually do that. That's never actually the setting. <laughs> well, you don't like think the, uh, like virtual are going to be summoned to hell to yeah for all eternity? <laughs> yeah, the fate of the universe always always ties into the fighting game. Like beating the hell out of people one on one saves the world somehow. Well, Virtua Fighter is supposed to be uh, like a, a real fighting tournament, but yet one of the stages is on a raft. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and there's a uh, you know, dead or alive, where the characters all have their backstories and all the different relations to each other. But for some reason, you're just beating the shit out of your sister for some reason. <laughs> it's like, and I like that all the characters in that in Dead or Alive are fairly realistic. And then you get to the end boss, who's like a, a monster created from the <laughs> the souls of <laughs> what, the, what the hell. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of interested in how the DC characters get into the Marvel un- or the Mortal Kombat universe. Hey, they already they talked know. about that. Some kind of dimensional yeah. rift or something, right? <laughs> it's always a rift. <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of Star Trek thing goes on. Hmm. So, also on the uh, the Midway lineup, and I know Pete, you have pretty strong feelings about this. Yeah, Blitz the League Two. What is the point? <laughs> it's Do we like anything being shown at E3 this year. Yeah, nah. Fallout 3. Fallout 3. Fallout 3. Nah, Fallout 3 nah. motion finally. <laughs> What's the point of Bliss the League? I was watching the trailer for it that was released the other day, and it's like a gritty full motion story video. Where people have, characters have names, and they're going through their journey, and, and everyone's covered in mud. Let's get them. It's football. What's the point? It's football. There's no story. There's no fuck it. What's the point? Why does the not game only exist? that, but it's not even, it doesn't even have the real players in it. Yeah. It's, well, it does, it's awful. There's no reason for it to exist. There's too many football games. There's too many games. You do a new Madden game every fucking year. New Madden game every year. What's the point? There's actually not too many football games because there's only really Madden and NCAA now. So way too many rugby well, games. 
that's pretty much it as far as I'm looking at Midway's lineup. TNA Impact's coming out, which is actually the little bit I have played of that. Um, it's probably the best wrestling game uh, in a couple of years, not counting. Does anyone give a shit about wrestling? A couple million people uh, every time they release <laughs> a wrestling game, do you? But uh, it looks like one of the better ones, not counting you know the Fire Pro games, which are tops. Last wrestling game I got really into was the WWF Royal Rumble on SNES. That was a hot game. I had that. That was amazing. That game, <laughs> I bought that game, and uh, I remember I had a hundred dollar bill for like I don't know, it was my birthday or something like that. <laughs> wow. it came out right after, and uh, I took it to uh, Electronics Boutique to buy WWF Royal Rumble, and I left with like under twenty bucks. What did you the do? The game, I think, was seventy nine ninety nine. Wait, why? The, I didn't know they ever did that with Super Nintendo games. I think Super Nintendo games were usually you know fifty or sixty, fifty five to yeah, sixty. Yeah, and then there were a couple like uh, that was expensive. And to segue into another E three game, Chrono Trigger was also very expensive. Was it? Well, it's really expensive now. If you well, have, a, if now, you have an unowned copy of Chrono Trigger, you know you're rich. Did Dracula just leave? <laughs> it's heard a door slam. Sounds like it. He just walked away. He's like, I'm out. Later. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't take it anymore. Too much wrestles. No, I, maybe it's because I insulted Blitz the League. So he just walked down, ripped his headset off, and threw it on the ground, stormed out the front door, walked into the sunset, made his big exit. So yeah, Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger DS. Oh yeah, Chrono Trigger DS. Dracula, did you just walk out the front door? Yeah, to go get my laundry. You were busy. You're getting things done. You're greener than ever. It's green as hell. <laughs> You're getting things done for the earth. Well, I figure our listeners would appreciate me in a clean change of underwear. Did you just change your underwear while we were recording? No. No, I didn't. <laughs> that would be a weird time to change up. Hold on. Stop the show. Stop the show. Gotta change my underwear. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chrono Trigger's coming out on DS, but I'm a little bit disappointed to see it's not like re-envisioned sort of it's, it's just the like same the, exact game you know in like two three like five years they'll come out with the remake that's actually upgraded yeah because they put you know they put uh ff3 and ff4 are going on the D- well, ff3 already went on the ds ff4 is about to come out on the ds and they're sort of totally redone like they've they've you know, changed up the way some of the stories phrased and stuff. They put in cutscenes, 3D engine, you know, all, all new music, and, and it's a whole new presentation. And I think that might be interesting. Yeah, uh, but it's such primitive 3D. It actually looks worse than the 2D games, yeah. like for uh, yeah, but Final Fantasy 3 and 4. Do something with it, though. Do something new with it. I don't want to just play the same exact game because almost what's the point? I've already played it. You know? It's probably going to be worse, actually, because of the sound chip in the DS is worse than the sound chip in the. Super is, Nintendo. Is the sound what makes it breaks it for you on the on Chrono Trigger? Uh, it actually had a really good soundtrack for Super Nintendo. It did. Um, the main thing I remember about that game is like suddenly being in the future for some reason, and then having a robot as my teammate, or as my party mate, or whatever, and that was like unexpected. And I was like, "That's sweet." Yeah, that game was awesome. It's pretty inventive. And then I remember I'm actually really glad that they're not changing it up because a lot of people haven't played the original game just because the Super Nintendo game now is insanely expensive and a lot of people don't use like they're not going to sit through uh, playing a 30 hour game on an yeah. emulator. So. I get, yeah, it's a good re- it's a good idea to put it on the DS. I'm, I'm actually surprised it's never appeared on the GBA to be honest. But if they put it on the DS, why don't they just do something with it? Why don't they like you know touch up the graphics? It doesn't have to be 3D. Just do something cool with it to make it a little bit more modern and modernize it a little bit somehow. And speaking of that. 
when the fuck is Dragon Quest Nine coming out? I've seen like really finished looking gameplay of that year ago or something. Why is that never materializing? What is the deal? Answers. I think it comes out in December in Japan. Is that one of those ones that's going to come out in Japan like way before it comes out here? Uh, probably. I would think summer would come out here. I'm willing to. I'm willing to give it a really big. Uh, a lot of. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm anticipating it because because Dragon Quest Eight I recognize as one of the greatest kind of old school style console RPGs ever. It's. It's insanely fun. It's really big. It's long. It's. It's. Uh, got one of the best soundtracks of any game, and. Uh, Got a great art style. I love it. And um, I'm really looking forward to 9. I w- actually wish it wasn't on the DS, though. Yeah, like, yes. What's the point of it? Yeah, what's the point of it being on DS? I mean, they're going to have to scale some things back from PS2. I'd rather them just go full-fledged with, you know, a full installment of the, of the series by putting it on a next-gen console. But whatever. What do uh, I money. What do I know? What do I know? Do you think they'll make more money on the DS? I think it's going to cost ten times less to develop a DS game than a PS2 game. Or... PS3 or anything like that, especially PS3 and those guys. Yeah. But even if they put it on, if they put it on Wii, I mean, not a lot. I mean, yeah, Wii is huge as far as sales go, but maybe not amongst the RPG community. So they're putting it on DS, where everybody has a DS, and it costs them probably nothing to make it. A lot of people play RPGs on the DS. They sell well on the DS. I don't know. The DS is mostly fit. about like just shitty mini game type games for most people. You open up. I opened up my GameFly earlier, and I kind of commented on how I was looking at the future, you know, coming soon future releases things for DS, and like maybe one of every ten of those games coming up on the list is a real game. Everything's shovelware. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. We haven't even gotten past the first item that we're supposed to cover. <laughs> this is the pre E3 show. This is the E3 preview. We make Except- this list of shit to talk about every week, and we probably talk about a tenth of it each time. Yeah, it's the E3 preview where we talk about mostly games that are just random that aren't <laughs> that aren't coming out on E3. <laughs> we do have some other some other things we have to talk about though before we uh, before we wrap this up. Yeah, it's name one awesome E3 preview. Yeah, name one. Come on. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. What about the fact Fill that we in. have a winner for our contest last week? That is sad. What about the who, contest? Who is it? Who correctly spelled the fart? <laughs> there, there was a correct. <laughs> there was a correct it's spelling. Not, it's not so much a correct as, like, just put a lot of effort into it. Yeah. And uh, the winner yeah, is yeah. the man who, hopefully, doesn't email us back so we don't have to ship it to him. <laughs> Michael. Mm. Oh, don't say his last name. Who cares? Oh, just beep it out. Who cares? I mean, why not say his last name? Is it, you think yeah. you're going to get hate mail or something because he listens to uh, TZ? You, you won, and I wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted the Dark the Lab, Twilights of Garbage, or whatever. Oh, fuck you, Michael. <laughs> I'll never forget this. <laughs> one of the, that one email's of, probably going to come from you since you have to ship it out to him. One of, my pro- <laughs> one of my prophecies about a contest winner dying is probably actually going to come true this time. What should Michael not do? Um shouldn't wake up tomorrow morning because he's going to wish he wasn't. <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> wish he wasn't what? <laughs> he's going to wish he never got up tomorrow morning. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> hmm. You've put well, me on the spot too much. 
Hopefully he hears this before tomorrow morning. Otherwise, have a, have a, <laughs> there's no way he's going to hear this before tomorrow morning. Ark the Lad will be his reason for getting up tomorrow, I think. But then later he'll wish he hadn't. Do you think Michael's waiting for the new episode to come out to see if he won? I hope he's not on the toilet and then like a snake or something jumps out of the toilet and bites his ass. That would Isn't suck. that everybody's like worst nightmare that <laughs> you get on the toilet and then something comes out of the pipe and grabs your ass? I'm worried about gra- a, like a, a slimy baby coming out and grabbing my ass. Coming, coming out of you and then grabbing your own ass? That's not exactly a fear of mine, but a, 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 the idea of something foreign coming from the plumbing up into the toilet is something that could potentially happen. It's a yeah, there's that guy that like a, an alligator climbed out yeah. of his toilet. And it could have bit him in the balls. It could have happened. It's a it's kind of a nightmare scenario. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else? Let me get my skizzers. Take well, a- the good news is that next week we're not only going to bring you one show. What? We may bring you. We may bring you two, oh. possibly even more than two shows. Oh my god! Yeah. Holy Jesus Christ! Flatterdale. We are going to be busy. Yeah. We're going to be busy. We are going to mm. do a show, and it will be released. The night uh, we record, uh, in an attempt to uh, you know actually make this news relevant, we will be doing a show after the. It'll be the first time it's ever been relevant. The first time in <laughs> history, news is going to be relevant. We'll be doing a show after the press conferences, and then also after, uh, hopefully, after day one, and maybe a wrap up since nothing really new gets shown after. Yeah, but knowing us, we'll take a look at the news items of the day. Then for some reason, we'll talk about like River City Ransom or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you're looking for, uh, you know, more Jade Empire talk, tune in to uh, Mondays and whenever else we uh, decide to do them. But next week, check in because we will be doing multiple E3 shows. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this was the E3 preview show, and it maybe didn't turn out as we thought we it would. We gave would, you the preview that the other guys are afraid to. Yeah, the other guys will th- say that everything's going to be great and everything's going to be, uh, you know, the best game ever. We'll, we'll, we'll tell you the truth. Wait, so you're not going to let me talk about Cameo? No. Sorry, Fuck. Cameo's getting cut. Fuck. We've talked about enough yeah, old games. For we can't talk about game. Alone in That Dark 4 or Turok or Cameo. Fuck. No. If we want to put out a four-hour show, we could, but I don't want to put out a four-hour show. I'm about to. I'm about to with the show. I just got to mention that Alone in the Dark 4 is the most annoying shit ever. Can I just say All that? All right, man. Yeah, that, you can say that. Yeah, but that's it. Because no when more, I, I was playing it yesterday... And it, uh-huh, yes- uh-huh. No, no, too much. Too much Alone in the Dark 4. We got to go. We'll see you. <laughs> All right, later. Later. <laughs>